How fitting. Very, very fitting. So you guys can already see the title of this podcast. Well, first off, this song is um, Ooh La La by The Faces. Yeah. Obviously fitting for the title of the podcast, and we'll get there. Also very fitting for how sunny and beautiful Toronto is right now. It's a good... You ever just wake up and it's just like... So it's such a good day. It's just a good ass day, man. Such a good day. Like like it's it's a, like today's a Wednesday. Yeah. But it feels like a Friday. Yeah. But I think it's because the weather's phenomenal outside. It's warm. I don't know. It's getting Sunshine. warmer, man. It hits different, you know? It's coming. Summer's coming, baby. No, we've been saying that shit though. We Summer's had, coming. We had all this snow, remember? <laughs> yeah. And then it all melted and they got super cold the last two days out of nowhere. Yeah. We always say this in the beginning of March. And then we get hit with one more one more storm. And then we're in summer, baby. Man, that's why. Like, um, I'm recently. I'm now looking at getting an investment property. Oh, but a ranch in no, Texas. No, 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 but here's here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I I rent out this place. Oh, nice. And I moved to San Diego. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You're moving. No, oh, he's moving. No. <laughs> I just brought this up. I've never told Lamar this until right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. <laughs> no, it's just I've been looking at it because one, San Diego is amazing. Yeah. But also, I'm learning like. Like, very on topic with today, which is why this topic came up, right? Mm-hmm. Things you wish you knew... Uh, when thing, you were Things that you know now that you wish you knew when you were younger. Yes. Right? So, uh, this is one of them. Yeah. Like, like, the whole property and investing your money sounds boring, whatever. But it's something I'm learning now, and I'm learning that it's not as complex. And if you're smart, and, and I use that loosely, you just have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. It's not that risky. No, it's not. So... This this thing came up. It wouldn't be happening until probably later this year if anything happens. But damn, you know, just one of those things. Well, I'm moving to San Diego. Yo, would you? you <laughs> yeah, move to San Diego, man. That nah, San Diego's not my place. It's not your place, eh? It's too hot, man. What's your place? Uh, but you know, I feel like San Diego would be my place just like for the food and the coffee. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, like 100%. some like tech, that, some like Mexican food. Yeah, you big? You are big on that. You know, yeah, you know what? You're food, very bro? you're very rooted here. I am very rude. Like here. you, you've got a very active social life here, bro. The amount of FOMO that I would have by moving is incredible. I know, but but let's see. Want to move? Would that stop you? Yeah, it would. Eh? It's been stopping me for a few years. Yeah. To me, I just know how I am with people that have moved, and I love them, and they're great, amazing, good job for you. You but know, like, but I suck at like I suck at texting. So if we're not. If we're not calling each other, like you're pretty much dead to me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like not you're dead to me. Like, I don't want to see you. It's just like the, that's, that's what's going to happen. And yeah, um, yeah. no, fair. That's hundred percent fair. Cause that's, I'm the same way. I, I, sorry. I think a lot of people are seeing that through COVID by the way. Yes. It's like, it's a, you know, we're kind of tired of the whole, yeah, yeah. We'll hang out next Friday. Yeah. We'll hang out soon. The loose, the yeah. loose flaky, man. I, I knew a we're girl. all feeling that way. I was like hanging out with a girl briefly before and um, she was like that yeah. super flaky. Like just, just, I think sort of craved validation in a sense that um, would always hit me up when yeah. she needed some sort of validation that she's still attractive or worth it or what. I don't know. It was a very bizarre thing that she still mattered. That she still life. mattered. And so when I saw this, cause we never ended up hanging out. It would always be like, Oh, I can't wait to do this. And this, I'm like, I, I got smart. I'm like, mm. you know, this is never going to happen. I know it. I know what's happening here. And you guys have never met in person. No, we have. We've, okay. we've hung out a few times. But but I, I saw what was happening. So I would yeah. just be like, yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll see when that happens. You know. And, and then I got smart. I'm like, she was lying this whole time. She just wanted the, the validation. You yeah. know? Um, 
don't know where this is coming from, but oh yeah, no, the, the, no, loose, the loose the, promises. The loose promises. So I know I, I already did the whole move to Dallas once. Yeah. If I go to San Diego, I'm gonna have to start again, like somehow make friends at the age of 29. Yeah. How the hell do you make friends at age 29? At 29, man. Before it was like you're at school. Hey, you got the same colored shoes as me. Let's be best friends. Yeah. Now it's like, oh my god, man! Like everyone's at such different places in their life. I'm willing to bet it's probably just as simple as that, as, as like as middle school or high school to make friends. I don't know, man, because people also at this age, there's there's two ways you go down. <laughs> yeah. You either have a kid by now, yep, and are married, yep, um, or you're not. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, there is no sort of in between. Like the engagement phase happens at like 25, man. Or it's going to happen at like 32. Like I'm in this weird middle bubble. Yeah. So this is the time when, you know, you meet someone new, uh, someone in San Diego. She's like, man, I don't know if I'll ever meet a guy, you know? And then here's, that, that here's she, a dude. That she's one. got a podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. It's called like, like the bird hole or like the, the bird, bird hole, the bird mountain, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And, he, and then you show up and then you guys meet each other in a bar because God bless America, probably everything's open, yeah. right? And she's like, why haven't I met this guy before? It's because he just moved in. And she, know? yeah, and she was just like, oh, I was thinking about moving to Toronto. It's like, oh, what a, what a movie moment. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, you I guys don't know, can I, get on with I've it. I've been looking at, and this is, I have not told anybody this, but I've been looking for books on how to successfully move and start yourself new somewhere else. Wild. Because I've, I've gotten so much knowledge from books lately. That I'm like, maybe there's one about someone's like, hey, when you first move to a place, here's a cool technique. Because, man, last time... Bro, was, I can write that book right now. When I was in... Yeah, but are you... I don't know. Like some people... A social awkwardness yeah. or social anxiety. Last time I was in San Diego, my social anxiety was the worst it's probably ever been in my entire life. Fair enough. My life was in a weird spot at the time, yeah. to be honest. But it was like, I wouldn't even go to a restaurant. I would, I'd have to order Uber Eats to my hotel. Mm. Because I first... like That's it was. Heavy. Like, my girlfriend was sort of in the middle of breaking up with me. I was down there by myself. I was looking at change. It was just a brutal time for my confidence. Mm -hmm. I had Charlie, and he hated going to the dog center. Shit. And it broke my heart. That, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to put him there anymore. <laughs> because he would literally pee, and he, like, I felt so bad for the guy. That I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep him with me. So I couldn't really go into restaurants. Yeah. I don't know. It was brutal. So now I'm thinking, shit, if I go down there, I, I can't let that happen for very long. No, man. Uh, and, you know, I, I think there's so many ways to, to meet people, you know? First of all... How would you meet somebody? Shout out Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, no, 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 okay. but these Sumble, are, everything. <laughs> these are apps, right? Yeah. These are great. And, of course, depending on where I'm at in my life, I would use those. Yeah. But that is only fulfilling a relationship side. Yeah, sure. And then, and then <laughs> you go uh, to friggin' tennis... Uh, drop in or whatever yeah you know you got to be real vancouver about this shout out to people in vancouver <laughs> this is how they make friends all right <laughs> there's a lot of people that move from toronto yeah. to vancouver yeah. all right and they don't know how they're gonna make friends right but they all end up doing the same thing everyone that moves to vancouver is slightly athletic they all go join some they soccer hike. league yeah. or some hike thing or whatever and then they meet people and then they become their friends and they become very clicky because people in vancouver are super clicky and they're only friends mm -hmm. with your... Yeah, but they hate crew. Toronto people. But they hate Toronto people. Yeah, so... Um, so yeah, go to San Diego, play some tennis, play some volleyball. Bada bing, bada boom. I know, it is that easy, you know? It really is. It is that easy. It's, it's actually as easy as saying in high school, if it was like, yo, I love your shoes. Uh, let's, I don't know, let's play basketball together. It's, you know, you go to a friggin' Actually, that league. could still apply. That could still apply. You go it's to, as you easy go to as play basketball, hey man, I like your shoes. The Boom. thing is like... Um, 
Okay, are you are you someone? Let's let's take right now. Mm-hmm. Are you someone that's looking for a relationship? Would you desire a relationship? Uh, yeah, why not? I would love a relationship. Interesting with the right person. I don't know if I do, man. And if any anybody's listening, like it's not that I'm, I'm against it. Like if it happens, it happens. But Ooh, now I'm just like looking at the bad sides of relationships. No, 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 they're not bad, man. It's just no, it's not that. It's not bad. It's just like for the past year, it's been friggin' inclining for me personally in my life. And you're peak single. Yeah, like yeah, like but but I'm like super confident in myself. I love my own company. It's me, Charlie. I love the freedom. I'm no longer, and I haven't been for quite some time, like craving the attention of a relationship you know some people mm. they'll break up they'll get in a new one and then they'll do it all over again yeah I, I, i'm telling you man like right now i'm finding it difficult for me to this sounds so stupid and like avoid relationships yeah, yeah if you feel like you want to you don't want to be held yeah sort of but like if you're also on those apps mm. i don't blame the women on there for assuming you want a relationship but it's mm. a part of me is like well i just sort of want to see if there's anybody out there that matches and if not i don't want to put any pressure on it sure and so right now trying to tell people this it's so foreign to them because they're like whoa, whoa whoa hold on a second what do you mean you don't want a relationship like everybody's supposed to want one i don't know i i just sort of am enjoying being single right now yeah amazing keep it that way <laughs> yeah but but then people will be like no trust me it's life is so much better with a partner i'm like yeah i agree but but there's also aspects like when yeah. you're focusing on your career and if San Diego is coming up for me, like the last thing I want to do is start a relationship here. And then apparently, you know, this is a, a lot of like these love stories, you know, they, they come when you least expect them. So if you're right, if you're going towards the peak of single, you know, well, think, someone might sideswipe you and uh, that's a That's a, that might be a good thing. Ideally. Yeah. yeah ideally. Like you're not expecting it. Right. But, but I, I will say this when you're not expecting it and you don't act like it. Yeah. Shit just falls in your lap, man. Oh, so nicely. Like, I will say, uh, uh, you know, fuck, I'm not going to keep censoring or, or like giving. Yeah. There's there's women in the, where I'm like, oh. Says wow. every name out there. No, no, no. no <laughs> I don't mean names, but I don't want to keep giving like context to say, I'm not an asshole, I'm not a dick. Like, fuck it. Yeah. This is what I mean. We know we're not. I've had like women come to my DMs or I've talked to women where I'm like, holy shit. Like, I never thought, yeah. you know, like you're sort of way out of my league type of thing. Yeah. But when you don't hound women of like, I need you, I need you to be with me, like, it, it's a way more flowy process. 100%. It, it, it's so, and it goes vice versa, obviously, like women to men, men to women. Um, but like, even when you're in a relationship, like, it's like there's a whole drought for seven years, and then you get into a relationship for six months, and then everyone's in your DMs. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what's up? It's like, what? Well, because I think there's a bit of uh, the society finds value based off of who you're dating. So fucking toxic. I will say very, very toxic, okay? But what people will do is they'll see who you're dating and sort of gauge your your social status value based off of them and their status or their appearance. Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely a, a big thing. Because it's no surprise. Well, yeah, you're right. When you get into a relationship, all of a sudden it's like, hey, how's it going? It's like, where were you the past three years when I was single? Yeah. People want what they can't have. The drought. Have. Yeah. The, the, the drought, as you call it. You're walking by yourself in the desert, the Sahara. And then when you get a little bit of water, everybody wants to yeah, give you a right. drink. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone comes for the thirst. Water. <laughs> okay. We're going to go through... Um, oops. We're going to go through things that... Uh, or like wise lessons. Yeah. That people wish they knew when they were younger. Yeah. Okay. 
And now. I'm in a very raiding mood. I I have no, you know, no compassion for these things, for this article. True. Who is it written by? Some uh, Melanie. Royale. Wow, her name's Royale. Ro- Royale. Now, I do want to say, no Amar, one Royale. of the first things Amara said, he's like, I want to rate stuff. I'm like, what does that even mean? I want to rate, like, rate desserts. I want to rate dessert. I want to rate human names. I'm like, what, what, what kind of weird-ass <laughs> mood is this? It's weird. But Royale, definitely, um, you know, a, a six out of ten of a name, for sure. Okay, here we go. Ready? Number one, don't worry about what people, other people think of you. Huge. Cliche, huge. So cliche. And a lot of times people don't look into it because it's so cliche, but yeah. actually huge. Yeah. It's gotten, actually huge. It's gotten overshadowed and diluted just as much as everything happens for a reason. Another really great yeah. theory and thought, but because it's been this basic white girl or like stay at home mom type yeah. of slogan, people are like, ah, that's so garbage. But the whole the whole thing we just talked about literally is not that. caring about what people think is is well, I don't care if a girl likes it or doesn't like me like likes me or doesn't like me because what happens is when I don't care that's yeah. a likable thing that comes through you know what I mean hundred percent it it, it gives you a confidence that uh, uh, and a uniqueness that uh, cannot be found anywhere else have you ever been to a party where someone walks in you're like okay we get you're here like they're they're trying <laughs> to like be the life of the party and just it. so obnoxious talking a bunch hate it. It's annoying, right? Yeah. And you know, it's like, that's not you. You're just trying to put on a thing, you know? It's kind of like that. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, I never, re- it never really plagued me all that much, to be honest. Obviously, I've cared what people think of me, but not to the degree that I know some people do. But I'm telling you, if and when you get to that point yeah. of actually sort of not worrying, you'll always sort of care. There's yeah. a difference here. But not worrying is um, such a liberating feeling. And you'll be able to do so much more yeah that's the nuance i was just like thinking about it there is like a nuance to it where it's like you should care about what people think i feel like you know like just to some degree be a good freaking person and to stay in tune with what society yeah says but but don't let what other people might think of you stop you from doing what you really want to do right you know don't well also and don't live for somebody else's dreams yeah. or, or idea of what you are but don't be an asshole just because you don't care about what people think yes you know don't get those that's the nuance exactly don't just be like, i don't care what you think no no, yeah. no 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 only god can judge me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like don't don't have that sort of air about you you know okay number two today is what's important i'm not really there yet to yeah. be honest <clears throat> nah 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 that, this, is a, this is a three out of ten four out of ten Maybe three out of ten. This is very yogi, spiritual. Like it says, enjoy every moment of today because you are not guaranteed a tomorrow. I don't know who lives so free and potentially recklessly mm. that is like I'm not. I may not be here tomorrow. Like it's a freeing thought. Yeah, but not realistic. This is the analogy I always think of when I compare, like about thinking about today or thinking about the future or whatever. Um, if you look too far ahead, um you won't see what you're going to trip over right now, right? Let's say you're walking down a sidewalk and you're looking too far ahead. You won't see the, the, the big rock in the sidewalk and you're going you're gonna to trip over it. Okay, right? I'm liking this. If you're looking down, yeah. step by step, yeah. you know, looking at today and only today, <laughs> only today, <laughs> you're not going to see the bus that's going to come and friggin' wipe you out, man. Yes. Yes. T-bone you. You're not looking both ways before you cross the street because you're yeah. looking at the next block ahead. You're just looking 
at today so, or you're just looking in the future. And you gotta have a healthy mix. You, you know? gotta have a, a happy medium there. You don't wanna you don't wanna look too far in the future either, because that'll trip you up equally as much. Yeah. I think where when you're in your twenties, you're so focused on building a career, building a life, trying to figure out investments maybe towards the end of how you're gonna make more money, that to live for today is a difficult thing because everything is so future based. Yeah. When you're twenty, it's like well, you, you know, you're graduating school. What are you going to do next? Very yeah. future thinking. You got a job. Where are you going to live? Your 20s are all about the future. Yeah. Maybe when you're in 30, 40, 50, that's where you can maybe appreciate now because there's not as much pressure as to who and what you're going to be this time next year. Exactly. You know? Uh, that being said, of course, you know, this obviously doesn't apply to everything. You know, uh, some people can literally only save up for uh, today or tomorrow. Um, but it's not just money, right? It's like, you know, even like being in the moment or presence or whatever. Um, yeah, it's nice being in the moment, but you also got to think about you know, a little bit in the future. The next one is similar. Yeah, so that was a three out of ten for sure. Three. That last one. Three. Oh, shit. Okay, this one is let it go. What happened yesterday is over. Those unmet expectations, difficult situations, those are in the past. You can't change it, so let it go. Don't waste your energy dwelling on anger. Like, like, Royale I, needs a... I'm not into this. I'm down I'm to talk this. to Royale. She need, yeah, because, she you know... Call. It, um, Listen, both of these are the same thing, okay? Let it go means uh, don't get stuck in the past. Yeah. Okay? The, the one prior to this, today's what's important. Today's what is important is not getting stuck in the future. Mm. Right? So, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I, I really like these time ones. They're good in theory. Yeah. And, and, and it's very easy to make motivational statements with these theories. Yeah. Let it go. Don't let it bother you. It's not worth your time. True. But if it just happened, express the emotion. Don't bury that and be like, uh, you know, if I get, it's okay. Let it go. Let it, just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's where, like, resentment builds because you haven't gotten any closure. Yeah, I, I think you need a healthy mix of, of it all, um, and, and I would say what's it, let it go is probably overrepresented in terms of versus like um, no taking that feeling, you know, feel bad or feel good or whatever, you know, take note of that feeling and then move on in a healthy way as opposed to just mm -hmm. letting it go. I, I feel like let it go is so much more said than you know really look into your feelings. Um, you know what? I don't like this list. Enough said. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off and give you my own. Perfect. Right now, off the cuff, off the cuff, okay. off the cuff. One of the first, and I'm still rating. Yes, you it still could rate. be a two out of ten, bro. First things first. These are, these are gonna be very specific to life. Okay. Right. One. Um, when you buy a new car, in life, whenever you buy a new car, do not consult with more than two people. Yeah, just take Luai and Isa. They're great people. Sure. No, <laughs> Here's what happens. Okay. The second you are interested in a car yeah. and you go and talk to people, no, that's not a good car. It all is so opinion-based. Mm. Cars um, cars are a topic where everyone has their own liking, opinion, color, SUV, their lifestyle is applied. I'm sorry, I will never do that again. When I first got my Challenger, it was, no, this is more horsepower. This is better than the wheel coverage. I'm sorry, I loved the car. I Dang. got the car. I loved the car when I had it. I sold the car. To that point, I've always said, uh, whenever it's the greatest hack in the world, whenever someone comes to me for advice, I always say, you know what? You know best. It's true. Like, you might ask me about, hey, Amar, what car do you think I should get? I know maybe 10% about you. You know a healthy 75% and 80% about yourself or for right. what you want. Right. right. 
So I can talk all my talk, but I'm just a 10% Well, because some of people advice. just need, need to be persuaded, right? Or validated. Like, or validate. And oftentimes, if you validate their decision, yeah. then it's like, okay, I'm right. I, I got some confidence in this. Yeah. Um, but sometimes then it goes into like the shit talk. For example, like relationship advice is kind of the same thing with this car advice. Like if you come to me for relationship advice, I'm like, you know best about how this relationship yeah. is. Yeah. I might know this, the 1-2% surface of it. But you know best, and and I could validate you, and I can say she's an asshole or or he's not a good friend. Um, but yeah, um, w- w- what if you guys end up being friends again, or what if you guys end up in a relationship again? So mm-hmm. yeah, um, um, another one of the same topic. When I got a dog, it was always oh, there's so much work in this. I'm sorry, but Charlie's been uh, no additional work. There, there's been uh, responsibility and commitment, right? Like like when you when you get a dog. Mm. You have to be willing to be there for the dog. Yeah. But if you want a dog, that is slotted right into an enjoyable experience that you don't even think twice. Mm. Sure, as a single guy, I can't just go and sleep over at some chick's house because I got Charlie. Mm. But what I can do, I can go, I still have dinner. And, but, and it's like, it doesn't, it, it outweighs everything else. Yeah, it doesn't impede on your life. And if it does, it gives you so much more pleasure and benefit. 100%. Than like, the guy is so freaking cute. Look at him just living his life, sleeping on the couch. Yeah, this music is perfect for him. He's now. so freaking cute. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, I That's another thing is people are going to overcomplicate things yeah. in hopes of fearing or causing fear. Like, oh, I don't know. Are you, are you sure you want to get a dog? Big responsibility. Yeah, if you want a dog, I'm sorry. It is not a big responsibility because you've already taken it on in your head already. Yeah. Right. Like, like seriously. And, and and can I add on to this? If usually from what I've seen, if your family doesn't want a dog, as soon as you bring in the dog, they're going to love the dog. Oh, 100%. Right? They're going to keep it. 100%. Same thing with motorcycles. Do it. <laughs> okay. It's a weird, <laughs> weird little twist off there. <laughs> no, everyone's, uh, you know, family says, oh, don't get a motorcycle. But as soon as you get it, you know, just mm. get it. And uh, ask for forgiveness later. Uh, now, there is one on this list that I was going to say that sort of agrees with is uh, it's called work for a reason. Mm. Okay. So... People will see what you're doing and they won't see the work behind it. But everything that you see in somebody else, they're, they're successful for this reason. There was work involved. Whether Same thing goes to a, getting a dog. You know, it may not be categorized as work like, like society paints it. Oh, I'm, I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. Mm. I'm tired, but I have to do it. Work can be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I edited for six, almost seven hours yesterday. Daunting. But it didn't phase me because I love to do it. But it's work. Yeah. So anytime you want to be successful, work is going to come into play. Don't rely on luck and don't rely on, um, yeah, I guess it's just luck. Something, something coming your way saying, oh, look, you just won the lottery. Yeah, th- th- that's when it gets into like, you know, the, the more smart work situations of like, you know, uh, yeah, if you like, like you can increase your luck by like networking and getting more opportunities and finding more opportunities, putting yourself in there. Um, but then right. there's also the smart way to also work, which is, you know, it's not just hard work and uh, obviously it is, but it's also, uh, if you love what you do again, a cliche, but it's so important. Like if you actually love what you do, you can literally just do it for fun. Right. Like, like, like you were saying, like 100%. editing, like seven hours that actually sounds daunting. Mm-hmm. And right. Right. I would hate that. But, um, if you like to do it, I enjoy it cause it's bringing some, yeah. So. Beautiful. Um, another big one, <clears throat> geez, hiccups. This is going to sound sort of corny, yeah. but this is probably my biggest one. Um, positivity mm. 
personal thinking mm-hmm. and and outward positivity will get you so much further than anything else that I could even say. What do you mean with uh, positivity? I, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer, and I just learned this, that you become what you think you are. Okay? Mm. So I think like you're built up of 95% habits. The way you live your life is all habit-based. Okay. We like to think we're in control and, oh, this is random and all that, but everything has been a form of habit. The way you wake up to the way you make your coffee to the way you walk to work, all of the feelings that come with that are all based off of habits that you're doing. Mm. Okay, so... You change the habits, you do what you want to be, or you become what you want to be, or you think you are who you want to be, and it'll slowly start to happen for you. 100%. Um, And what comes with that, for instance, is being a positive force. So at any time that I've been on a set for filming anything, Mm -hmm. I've noticed that when you're positive, yes, there are times where people will walk over you and take advantage of that thinking that you're naive. However, anybody that, that matters won't view that as, oh, he's stupid, he's so naive. It'll be like, oh, he's easy to work with. Yeah. Let's bring him back. I've gotten so much reoccurring work because I haven't been difficult to work with. Yeah. Now, the flip side of this is make sure you stand up for what you believe in and don't do what <clears throat> the main part of the room believes. Yeah. Especially... You, you got to stick to that value like well, I, or I, stick to your values. Yeah. I've been uh, like getting really into art and some of the art will cause a stir or maybe slightly be controversial within people. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for offending you. Oh my God, I'm so sorry for having a clash in opinions. Yeah. I'm not here to do that. I'm here to express how I feel. Whether or not you like it or don't like it, that's up to you. We, we talked about this multiple times when I shared about the whole pandemic lockdown. Yep. I had so many people reach out and say like, wow, you're using your platform for this. Like, this is so disappointing. I'm like, okay, what do you want? I'm not going to apologize for you. Yeah. This is my belief accept it, move along, or don't accept it and move along. It's totally fine. I'm going to challenge you there. Can't they, and it's the typical asshole thing to say, it's, well, this is my opinion as well. Um, can't they also challenge, like, I, I think it's okay for people to challenge you. Of course. Right? Of course. But I think what you were really going for is the people that, they don't even want to hear it. They just dismiss it. They just say, no, but but no. What they what they do is they come at you as though you're wrong. Here yeah. are here are nine different charts as to why you're wrong for your opinion. Yeah, doesn't doesn't phase me. It's like a religious person. Yeah, it's not your place to go to a religious person and throw science at their face. Mm. It's not your place. Let them believe what they want to believe. Yes, you can challenge it if you really need to, but don't be disappointed when they don't sit there and go, "Oh, okay, you're right." Like no one's nobody that has a strong belief will do that. Yeah, that's what I really wanted to clarify. Is like. Don't be the asshole that says, oh, oh, uh, you won't change your opinion. You're so hard-headed. Yeah. But it's like... That's gaslighting. That, that, that's like manipulating and saying like, you know, just because you're not listening to me, you're too hard to work with. Yeah. No, no, it's no. like, bro, you came to my church. <laughs> you tried to convert me. I'm, I, I'm just chilling. I don't know what happened, you know? I think, I think a good reference there is um, I saw an Instagram account of this guy downtown and he tried to... Start a debate with a religious preacher. You know the ones that are on the corners that yell like, yeah, yeah, God yeah. is watching. So he has a mic that's connected to a big speaker. Oh, I saw you comment on this. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts a debate with the guy, but he controls the friggin' mic. So he's like, tell me right now how you exist. He gives the guy the mic to talk in his face. Yeah. Right when the guy starts talking, he brings it back to make another comment. And I'm like, how are you going to let this guy have a conversation with you? Yeah. If you're censoring what can and can't be heard over the loudspeaker. Yeah, no, no. It, it, it literally was like total power control of like, he literally 
owned the mic, so he can move it whenever he wants. Like, what is that shit? Like, and, and as soon as the guy's like leading up to a point, and yeah. you know when people are leading up to a point, he would like move it and right. go into like some other point of yeah. like, I don't know, do you exist? Like, how do you even exist? Tell me how you, and it's just like, okay. <laughs> Which by the way, Dan has that power we realized today to just mute me. <laughs> oh yeah, check this out, say something. <laughs> yeah, it's bon- gone, right? <laughs> Boom, no, Can't even talk. no more Amar. <laughs> I found this mute button on here. Um, but I, th- I think uh, part of your point also was like the, the you know, the habits and the visualization and all that. Um, I do think that's super important. I, I'm trying, I was trying to find this study. Um, in 1996, uh, I think you've heard of it. It's like the, uh, they got like a bunch of, uh, bunch of athletes and they told them, not athletes, just a bunch of people. And they told them, hey, take, let, let's see how many free throws you can sink. Like basketball, right. right? Like how many free throws can you yeah. can you get in? So they had one group. I was told not to touch a basketball for thirty days, no practicing or playing basketball whatsoever. The second group was told to practice shooting free throws for half an hour every day for thirty days. Uh, the third group was told to come to the gym every day for thirty days, spend half an hour with their eyes closed, simply visualizing hitting every free throw. With okay. basketballs, yeah. Okay. So one group, don't come yeah, in, yeah. don't do anything. Second group, take the free throws. Third group, just, just come in, close your eyes for 30 minutes and visualize. And not actually throw basketball? Don't even touch basketball. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So after 30 days, all three groups were asked to come back um, and do the same number of free throws. The first group of students who did not practice at all showed no improvement. Obvious. The second group had practiced every day and showed a 24% improvement. Okay. This is where it gets weird. The third group, however, the group which had simply visualized successful free throws, showed a 23% improvement. Almost so the same. Almost, almost the same. same as the people who came in every day. Um, and you could take it as fluff or whatever, but this is a damn friggin' no, I, study. I, I, I don't think that's fluff. That's a great study, but um, looking for the good in everything. Yeah. Right? I think the problem is people view all of that as corny, campy, family-friendly. I mm. get it. I Trust me, guys. I get it. Like, I know comedy and I know it's it's easier to be funny when you're like look at this fucking guy yeah you know it's easier um it's very easy to break someone down but it's very hard to make somebody admire you yeah or or idolize you right um but looking for the good in everything okay I have found to be such a beneficial thing in my life that um I don't know it outweighs like, like, first off, it's so ex- exhausting and annoying mm. to be around people that are always bitching about this is wrong and that's wrong and, oh, my day was this. and that. Okay, express those when they come up. Yeah. But don't explicitly look at it as like, oh, today was this. I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, yeah. Because I, I do think what you were saying also is it like connects here so well. It's like we are so habitual. It's like the same way that you wake up every day. For many people, they're like, I need coffee first. That's a habit. You wake up, you go get your coffee. It's just, it's so ingrained in our mind and it, and it becomes so easy to think about, right? It's the same thing with this whole um, positivity or looking for the best in everything. Mm. If you do it enough, it's actually so much easier for you to to, to think that way. Right, to see right? that like, yeah, yeah. It just becomes 100%. a habit of like, oh, here's a situation, let's look for the good in it. Yes. And the same is true for the other way. It's, it's the same habit and you see it in people that... Given every situation, they'll give you the negative side of it. Well, like, look, there, there's there's bad, there's evil, there's terrible things that happen in this world, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and you don't have to always take those as um, scars mm. moving forward. Like, like some people really get upset over a breakup. Yeah. And, and they carry things into other relationships, maybe resentment into new relationships. Mm. And then it affects that as well, right? So I think if you accept that there are bad things in this world that happen and will happen, yeah. awful things that will happen, but don't categorize them. Don't slot them under... Well, okay, this is going to be a less like, okay, it'll be a lesson learned. Yeah. But don't categorize that as, okay, this is how things are going to be, or this is how things happen. Yeah, and there's no change of that. Mm. And, and like, we can't change that at all. Um, I guess don't let them persuade the lens yeah. that you have on of, you know, like, oh, guys with green sweaters. You're wearing a green sweater right I now. I look like a schmuck. I, oh, I came no, 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 today but, to Dan and I was like, look. I look the schmuckiest no, 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 no. I've ever looked in my life. And here we are talking about the green damn sweater. He's wearing a green sweater. <laughs> but it's like, okay, guys with green sweaters, you know, they they do Schmucks. this or that. Yeah. Schmucks. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't know. Just don't, don't don't use such surface level bullshit. Yeah. To gauge. So I, it's true. I I, do, I, do, I think the also another point here is that is that yes, there are a lot of shitty things in the world. Yes. But if you always go for the negative. I honestly think you won't change those bad things anyway. But I think by focusing on the positive and how we can change them, that's when actual change can happen. Um, and it's same thing with breakups, you know? Like, you could look at the negative of the breakup and you can dwell on that, right? But until you find a way to feel positive about trusting people again, about trusting yourself again, about being confident, until the positive shit starts to move then real change can happen. Well, something like, yeah, yeah. You don't have to find it. Like take your time with the emotions, yeah. feel them and process them, but don't be like so jaded towards all women now because this one doesn't want me. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, not, I wasn't jaded, but I remember thinking after my last breakup, oh man, how am I going to find a girl again? Like, you know, I'm getting mm -hmm. older. I, I, I'm now realizing that there is so many women out there um, and there always will be just like there's so many guys out there and there always will be. Yeah. It's not like there's a, a source of depleted options. Yeah. Like they're always popping. And, and even if people are married now, you know, like seven years is the magical number of where like divorce happens. Right. So it's like, there's it sort out, of, I mean, you can wait <laughs> it out, but there's a whole new wave of people that will be entering the dating field. Uh, yeah. From failed marriages, as bad as that sounds, but there's always going to be single people. There's always going to be hot girls yeah. or hot guys for you. And if not in your city, Move to San Diego. Amen, brother. <laughs> okay, so those, those are some of the things that, um, honestly, I wish that I knew when I was younger, but I'm glad I don't because I had to learn them the hard way. Yeah. So. God bless. We love you. And we'll See catch. you in San Diego. Ooh, hopefully. Later, guys. <laughs>